0: Okay, all right. What happens when you take two very opinionated and very passionate ladies, and you put them together with OU football? What happens? You get talk sporty. So, welcome to season two, episode thirteen. This is Dana coming to you from Oklahoma City, and my friend
1: uh, Sean coming to you from Plano, Texas. Whoop. Yeah. Not for Texas, but. No, yeah. yeah. But I, I live in Plano. She lives in Plano. <laughs> yes, live in Plano. From Oklahoma, we, though, in case anybody's right. starting to wonder. Home of Sooner Ethan boy. Downs, by the way, Weatherford. The, oh, yes.
0: Home oh, of man. Ethan Downs. Ethan had a great play on, he on he Saturday. He did. And then they called it back. I mean, that's not right. I
1: know. It was so sad. It was so sad. I was sad. like, yay, I know. Weatherford boy. Well, Luke had a good play too, right? I mean, he just threw that ball up in the air and.
0: Yes, he's got some passing abilities. He for does. Sure. Yes. Uh, anyway.
1: Well, let's
0: talk about the OU um, BYU game that was okay. last Saturday. All right. What was your take on the game? What did you think about it?
1: Um, Kind of. We won. We won. Yes. And that was we good. Were. We got there a W. Were... There were some times we looked really good and sometimes uh, just okay um kind of mostly defense which after I was kind of surprised because they looked so good against West Virginia I thought and so um that was a little bit interesting but
0: I agree it it seemed like um our D line we yes. got Got we got a sack, but the sack came from Danny Stutzman on a blitz, mm-hmm. um, so it wasn't D-line. Yep. But as I watched it, um, it seemed like they were, they also had about six guys along the line on their O-line, so they were kind of double-teaming our guys, you know, okay. it, 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 we start off with four guys and they have six, so mm-hmm. it, it's harder for I-guys to penetrate the line, Um yeah. But I also wondered if part of it was the altitude. Oh, were, you know what? That's an tire. excellent
1: point. I didn't you even know? think about that. Could, very well, could be.
0: Yeah. Um, one of the little articles I read was talking about, um, you know, you go to a different altitude. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's harder for you to breathe. You're not used mm-hmm. to it. And I think when Billy Bowman got that pick six, he's fast.
1: He, he is he's fast. really
0: fast. And their quarterback almost ran him He almost him down. caught him,
1: didn't he? Yeah. What is the altitude in Provo? Is it?
0: I I do I do not know. I just know there are all those mountains around. But
1: yeah, yeah. you you could look, you could Google it and see. <laughs> I will Google right now. Well, I, that is true because I will tell you that when I've been in altitude, it, it, it's forty five, forty five hundred. Um, okay, so it's Above not like super super high, but still. Um, I go out to run and just a little bit. I'm like. Of course, I usually notice that when I'm in Colorado and it's like eight or nine thousand feet. But even, uh-huh. you know, they were up there. They have to practice before. So yeah, that that especially for those um, those D line guys, those big guys, it probably well, is even harder on them.
0: Right, I would think it'd be harder on them. They're just yeah. bigger guys. They've mm-hmm. got more. It takes Guess. more to get them going, and it does. Yeah, once they get stopped to get their momentum started. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. I know Billy Bowman said. It was one of those, I was, was just second tired. air. Yeah. And he was second air. And he said, I kept running and I kept running. And I thought, I can't go any faster. I can't go any faster. I Surely I better... the end zone is going to be here any minute. Yes. Yes. And he said, it was so weird. He said, then as I did that somersault and land uh-huh. in the end zone, I just laid there. He said, I couldn't get up and celebrate. I was exhausted. It was a hard yeah. exhaustion. Right. And um, then he laid out the whole next possession, you know. Oh okay. we score and mm-hmm. so we have to kick the ball off back to BYU and the D's back out there. And he said, right. I told Coach I had to sit. And oh, Coach said, okay.
1: you you made six points. It's okay. We'll let you sit <laughs> yeah. out. You deserve it. You you deserve <laughs> to sit for a little bit. Okay. Yeah, exactly. that's exactly that's a good point. I hadn't hadn't really considered that, but it did seem like they were just maybe that's part of why they say it's hard to play in Provo too. And their crowd is obviously right. loud.
0: Oh, the but, crowd is loud. Yeah. Just how many false starts? What? Maybe five, mm-hmm. yeah. five false starts that I think it was just us, us not
1: hearing, mm-hmm. you know, the
0: snap count and stuff. Right. You know? Yeah.
1: Especially early on, but the holes that their O-line would make for their running game was really surprising. I mean, it was, it was something. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I agree. Which now I the, know we've been ran on this year, but I, I didn't think we'd be run on like that by BYU, correct.
0: I yeah. I agree. I same kind of thing, and especially that quarterback. You know, Slovis is the quarterback that's been their starter for most of the year. That transferred from somewhere and USC. He was he played at mm-hmm. USC for okay. mm-hmm. a year before Ray right went there. Um, anyway, they've pretty much said he's done, and they've mm-hmm. let this new kid. okay. I, this was his third game to play in the BYU mm-hmm. quarterback, but. I think this was his first start Okay, and he definitely has a little more, um, a lot more movement. Um, right. yes. You know, he's, he's got some legs. He can, he can do that RPO. Um,
1: and their option game was killing oh, us, yes. whether oh, yes. he pitched it or even if he was just doing, you know, the little lateral pass. I mean, boy, that killed us because we'd start, we'd, we were headed towards him, you know, one, reason why the wishbone works when it works too. Right. You know, our guys were headed towards the quarterback and then he just like dump it off, you know, to the you know running back or fullback or whoever. And, um, or he had great pitches, you know, he'd be, you know, running around and then he'd pitch it to, you know, his, um, the guy following him, and they'd get yards off of it.
0: Oh yeah. They'd yeah. us for five, mm-hmm. six, seven yards. Um, I'm not sure what they averaged per carry, but, yeah, it was, it, and it looked like, golly, we're slow. But again, yes. part of that may have been right. altitude. I, yeah. I don't I don't know.
1: Yeah, it could be. And, you know, option, there's a reason that option football sometimes works, right? And um, you uh-huh. can't necessarily score super fast on it like you can, you know, an air raid. But, oh, you did it for years. Air Force still does it and we'll get all sorts of yards and people don't know how to defend it cuz they don't practice defending it very very much and so right so yeah right that's true
0: so yes it it hurt us so mm-hmm. um like you're saying it, it, the defense our offense looked good mm-hmm. um the defense looked like it needed to be a little better prepared right. um you play a little harder play a little tougher mm-hmm. but but they were maybe doing everything they
1: could do i'm not yeah. i'm not sure and and at the end of the day they they made the big plays when we needed them to correct and i i was trying to look back through our texts because in that first half actually in the first quarter they had some true freshmen playing in there and we're like who is that and he's kind yes. of getting burned but i mean then it's like well he's a true freshman and then there were a couple different guys um, and I, I never really figured out who they were playing instead of, but, you know, we talked about maybe they were playing instead of Deson. Deson played some, but- Deson des- played some, but and yes. And maybe with the altitude, they were trying to, you know, rotate a lot of different guys in, especially early on, you know, to keep them from getting tired. And also to see, do we have, you know, if we don't have to play all of our starters all the time- Maybe we won't. Maybe some of these guys... I guess guys... that's
0: true. That might have been part of their game plan yeah. going into it. You know, Stutzman did say, too, after the game that he had the flu.
1: Right, and, i heard that. Um,
0: mm-hmm. He had an IV in right up until warm-up. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't sure if he could play. said he hadn't eaten in two days. And um, he was like, but, you know, I'm not about to miss a game. Of course I'm, I'm going to get out there and play my heart out. That is Danny, man. <laughs> and then he had... The most tackles on the team. Yeah. 10 tackles. Two yeah. tackles for loss. One that sack is... on the QB. That, right. That was a huge play. Yep. That's so Danny.
1: Maybe some of the other teammates had the flu too and they just didn't tell us. Yeah. That kid's <laughs> tough as nails, man. Thank goodness. Thank goodness he's on our team. I agree. Thank goodness he's <laughs> on our team. Like him and Billy. Thank goodness they're on our team.
0: Oh, yes. Well, and then, yeah, Billy had... He was next in line with eight tackles. Oh, and was he, he behind Danny? Okay. Uh, he was behind Danny, and then he had that one interception for pick yes. six. And one of the things I was reading—that's his second um, return.
1: Mm-hmm. It's the
0: second pick six of the year. It's his uh-huh. third interception on the year. Right. And um, what was the total? He he has had no Bowman has had five interceptions this year. Two of them were pick six. He has okay. one hundred and ninety three total return yards. In oh, wow. those, in those
1: two, okay, where some people the there nation. pick six is like ten yards, you know, yeah. and and poor Billy, I, he has to work super hard for him. A hundred
0: and ninety-three, <laughs> and so he leads the nation in that, and he's first in the Big Twelve and second in the nation in um, five interceptions on the year and okay. two pick sixes.
1: Good so, for you, um, Billy. Really, really good numbers out of Billy. Good yeah. for you. Like they uh, said, we got to, we got to get, get. Um, get those those kids committed, Jade and Billy's oh, kids. Yes. Got to get them committed now.
0: Oh yes, get them committed now. <laughs> Sign them up. <laughs> Sign them up now.
1: <laughs> well, I um, we can talk about special
0: teams if you want. Oh yes, I had written down Sean that our special teams
1: are special. <laughs> That's what Dana texted me during the game. She said, "They're special in quotes." I'm like, "Okay, I love it."
0: That, love we, it. We've got to get a new kicker. We uh, do.
1: Bless Schmidt's heart.
0: I bless his heart. He—he's. I know he's a good guy, but you got to be able to kick a mm-hmm. field goal from the thirty. Yeah, you got to. You got to you hit your thirty thirty-five yarders. You got to yeah, hit do. them like clockwork. At least ninety-nine percent, ninety-five percent of
1: them. Yeah,
0: but he's missing twenty-eighters. Twenty-eight yarders, twenty-five
1: yeah. yarders. It's just which if if teams know that you are probably not going to kick, you know, from certain parts of the field and so that you're in four down territory, they're going to also defend you differently, right? Um, oh, and they're they're going to know that there's there's two downs. And so we don't have to, you know, necessarily protect the first down marker like like they will on third downs. And um, I, I also told you during the game, I was watching the Michigan game and there was this one point kind of towards the end of the game because fun fact, their score was exactly like ours. The really? Maryland game was the exact same score oh, as our game. Oh, I didn't realize that. Okay. I didn't until okay. I was pulling up my ESPN app and you know, they're, they're, they're my first two on the app and I look and I go, that is weird. But anyway, I digress. <laughs> and so during during the game, they said, well, um, and they're talking about Michigan, well, they have to get at least to the 35 to, you know, be considered in field goal territory. And I'm going seriously, we have to get to the five to
0: yeah, be, I mean, yes. <laughs> yes, maybe, maybe talking, from the
1: 10. Yes. <laughs> but I'm he like, missed a 28.
0: Wow. So no, that was on the 11 yard. I know. We I, missed one from the 11 yard line.
1: Yeah. And, and they're like just hoping to get to the 35 and then they're thinking, okay, we're maybe in field goal territory. So totally different strategies than for the defense too, when they're like, oh yeah, this guy, he can't kick. So we don't even have to worry about them trying to kick from here. You know, right, right.
0: Well, one of the, um, an article that I read said, have an open tryout. Surely some of those kids that do the kicking for chicken at halftime, (laughs) some of them can probably kick a field goal. There's gotta be a kid on
1: this soccer team.
0: Right. Soccer team. Well, they said, um, and I, I think it was Parker Thune that said, um, get one of those national merit scholars because they're already on scholarships. You don't have yes. to give them any money. Yeah. Um, yeah. Suit them up and let them kick
1: the football. Surely somebody exactly. played kicker in high school. Oh, right. Exactly. <laughs> oh, poor Schmidt. Anyway, I know. At, least, at least our punting game, Luke, Luke, punted very, very well. I thought. Yes, he did. He did. Now he
0: punted, you know, there was one of his punts was a really nice long punt. And then we our guy that would run down, it was kind of the front runner to to be the first tackle mm-hmm. on the guy who received the ball. He would outrun him every time. Yes. Um, like he'd go past mm-hmm. the receiver who's standing yeah. there getting it. Um, And Luke had to make a tackle on yeah. that last
1: punt. He's the one yeah. who brought the runner down after yeah. he'd made 30 yards mm-hmm. or 40. Right. And in <sighs> fact, you know, that field too was really... Both sides, so I'm not saying that it was worse worse for you than the other. I um, heard they were wearing the longest cleats allowed in the NCAA. They said something about they they cover it with a tarp because during the week and I cover it on Friday. Yeah, and they said something about the kind of grass it is. It tricks it into it keeps it green, which made no sense to me, but whatever. Um. But yeah, they said even though they had taken the tarp off and on Friday that it was sunny, it was still really slip. But I mean the BYU guys were slipping too. Right but wow, right. that was, you know, that was a, a mess at first.
0: But that seems like the Big Twelve needs to say, if you're in our conference, your field's gotta, gotta look better than this. You you know, you you're hurting our our players. All the all
1: the players may get hurt if they come up there. Right,
0: yeah,
1: that that'll be interesting. Something we won't have to worry about anymore. Uh, this is true. This yeah. is true. Did you um, know anybody who went to the game?
0: I did not. the The folks that sit behind us that live in Houston in the Houston area, I bet they went. They have okay. been so far. They've been to all the away games. Oh, so okay. I, I bet they went, we'll see. They'll be at the TCU
1: game on, and you on can Friday. Them about so it. I'll have to ask them and
0: see what they thought. Well,
1: about it. I have one friend who went, she was actually, um, and she's younger than us, but she was a, in the flag core. Um, she was one of the big, big 12 flags, um, which is an honor when you're in the band. Uh-huh. But So she went to Provo and Everything I read from the media, every the, everything she said, they said the people there were so nice. They oh, said the fans okay. were fabulous. They actually give them ice cream like after half, all all the visitors, they give them like ice cream after first quarter or the half. They have like these little things of ice cream that they pass out. To fans, visiting fans, to okay, make them feel welcome. And then, did <laughs> you happen to see that video BYU TV did of the Selman brothers? No, I missed it. Okay, um, I I haven't quite finished watching it. It's it's not that long, but um, it's really really good. And they they were just saying that that's another way that BYU shows you know how welcoming they are. I mean. Did a video on the Selman brothers. You know, it's very, very much about faith and the faith of the family, and okay. you know, okay. which fits with BYU. But about how they were um, raised to be hard workers. They weren't just great football players. They were great people. They graduated with honors. At the end of the day, though, what they cared about most was their faith and, oh. you know, what God thought of, of them and, and the town, you know, follow was just thrilled that they were from there. And, you know, so it talks about follow a little bit and stuff and about okay, Leroy. Okay, I need to find it. Yeah. And which one, one of the sons is the AD at Miss- Mississippi State, one of the Selman's sons. <laughs>
0: Oh, okay. I, yes. I don't know. Uh, I, yeah,
1: I can't remember which one, whose son it is. But, and they talked to him, you know, a little bit, talked to Barry Switzer. Barry and um, Lucius and Dewey were walking around, you know, the field at Oklahoma Memorial Stadium for part of it. But it was just, it was really well done. And that was kind of cool. And so, just once again, shout out to BYU for making nice. the OU fans feel very welcome.
0: Yeah, yeah. And so. not being
1: not being rude or derogatory Mm -hmm. like yeah exactly like you'd
0: find down south
1: (laughs) we're in Colorado I hear Colorado and Colorado State they're awful they're
0: oh okay I mean my niece went
1: to Colorado State she says they're awful to their own team I have some (laughs) A&M friends who went to the game in Boulder one year now this wasn't you know since um dion's been there they said they the things they say are rude and crude and they throw stuff at people and yeah they said it's not a nice oh, experience wow. so oh so gosh. yes thank you byu for not being like yes that. thank you
0: for being uh nice and wholesome that's yes, very nice exactly <laughs> you know my husband and i went to nebraska it's been years ago now it was okay after they left the big 12 oh, or okay. the big eight uh-huh. um but it was. We still had like a, you know, a an away game and a home uh-huh. game. Okay. And and that's how the Nebraska fans were. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh,
0: we won, but they applauded our team. They played our fight song. Um, they were just very nice, uh, help helpful to anybody in the stadium. Uh-huh. Um, again, very, very nice. So right. there there are places that are like that. And right. We
1: probably should be more like that too. Well, and like you said. We'll, when we went to Alabama, they were just so gracious and hospitable. And so you and I have tried to oftentimes um, be that way to visitors and it, it makes a difference in the game day experience, right?
0: Oh, right. Right. So, and it makes you think, Oh, I'll go back there.
1: As right. opposed to exactly. I'll, I'll never go back there again. Yeah. I, I think there's a that. huge camaraderie though, between OU and Nebraska. and um, My my sister and dad went up there, and I think it might have been about that same time. I think they were out of the Big 12 by then, or it was like they, last year they were in the Big 12, but that, um but, yeah, they just talked about how great they were. And I remember them coming to OU after they had left the Big 12, but when they were making that slide, and I'm like, it's okay, you guys. Thanks for coming. You guys will get back because, you know, we were just... Oh, you and Nebraska duked it out for so many years that there's just that special, special camaraderie there, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. agree. agree. So, and what, we, what else? We, you got?
0: Well, I was going to say, we did do a lot of um, maybe trash talking on the defense, but then who came up with, uh, they were. Essentially responsible for three touchdowns. Oh yeah,
1: they made Billy the big plays.
0: Scores an interception, and mm-hmm. then Bothroyd falls on a fumble. Yep. Um and then Stutzman on that sack gets a strip sack. Um, so mm-hmm. each one of those—the two
1: fumbles and the one interception—led to touchdowns. Right. Yeah, they definitely kept us in the game, and and yeah, we were saying. That about the defense kind of playing uneven, but they did make those big things. But actually, right at the beginning of the game, the offense looked a little bit off. Right? I mean, mm-hmm. they couldn't quite going, get going. They um, the first couple of possessions, they yeah. they would just
0: go three mm-hmm. and out, or they they just couldn't they couldn't catch their passes. Right. Um, they weren't making the yardage. Um, you know, Which also as
1: it, is the air thinner and the ball's going further than you expected, yeah. or whatever? Yeah, I don't know. We'll yeah. just blame everything on the altitude.
0: Yeah, I like that. Okay. All
1: right. But Sawchuck, he's finally found
0: oh, his... He's finally right? got it going. He has yeah. found
1: his spot. You know, he's yes. gotten to his spot and finding the holes. Agreed. The, I think he's healed. You know, I yeah. think he had
0: a hamstring injury mm-hmm. um, going into the start of the season. And I think I think he is all healed from that um, and doing well. And I think Walker coming off the bench as fresh legs mm-hmm. yes. is... Is very good. He's doing a good job. He's yeah, not great. getting the same number of rushing yards, but when he's in there, he's churning. He's mm-hmm. churning. Those legs yes. are churning. And then what about Dylan going down at halftime and Jackson Arnold coming out? We had yeah. no idea no. that was
1: happening. Right. And it just happened. Yeah. Which was, you know, last week he did Jackson Arnold didn't or last week against West Virginia, Jackson Arnold didn't play at the end of the game because they were trying to hold his red shirt, but they said. B.V. said, Levy said, he is our QB2. If something happens, he is who goes in, redshirt yes. or not. Yes. So.
0: And so when he came out, I, I think that I texted you and I'm like, yeah. D.G.'s not around. What right? is Jackson? What Arnold? is going on? And, of course, they had interviewed Arnold um, after the game. And he said he knew it at the start of halftime that he okay. would keep going back in. And he said Levy spent all of the halftime going over this is what we got to do this is our you strategy you got to be calm this is our mm-hmm. strategy mm-hmm. um and then one of the articles that i really liked um it was that last third down it was third and long mm-hmm. we're we're trying to make a a first down so we can run the clock out right and Jaden gibson is actually who mm-hmm. i think probably spilled the beans did you did you see this i've heard about
1: it yes yeah i didn't um, see the article but brett was telling me about it.
0: Well, Jaden said, I was so proud that my, my true freshman man, he, he picked out the defense Mm -hmm. Um, and later Jackson said um, that all week they talked about, if you see this coverage in defense, they're going to blitz you, they're coming at you. So don't run the play that we're planning on running, Mm -hmm. do something different. Yeah. And so um, in that, um, it was then that he said, I I saw it, I got up to the line, it's third and eight, uh-huh. and I thought, I know what they're going to run. It was some sort of coverage unit. Right. And he said, so I audibled at the line, uh-huh. I changed the play. The play was passed to Farouk, and I threw him the ball like I was supposed to, and he caught it, and we had a first down.
1: Right. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. It was. And but, and, and the poise, right? The poise oh, from Jackson poise. Arnold. And
0: it was just, yeah. the, the pass was just
1: perfect. It's like
0: where it had to be. or. Mm-hmm. It, Right. Or it was going to not mm-hmm. be a completion. Yes. Um, so I was very proud of him to be able to do that. You you think, will a true freshman really audible at the line right. when the yeah, game we'll, is on the line? Sure. Will he feel empowered
1: to do yes. that? Yes. And he did. He did.
0: And so then Lebby's like, oh, I'm so proud of him. This means that he was paying attention all week uh-huh. <laughs> in
1: practice. Right. And,
0: and, you know, Jackson Arnold just kind of matter-of-factly said, well, yeah, I saw the coverage uh-huh. and knew that they were going to. They were going to rush me, and uh-huh. I had to get the ball out of there. So I changed at the line.
1: Yeah, no well, there's deal. a reason he was the number one QB coming out of high school, right? Exactly. I mean, I, with with all the talk about Arch Manning, at the end of the day, he was still considered the number one QB last year in yes. that recruiting and, class.
0: And I think we we saw why he yes. he seemed. His first possession or two, he he was maybe a little shaky, but he didn't lose the ball. He didn't fumble any snaps. He didn't throw any interceptions. He when didn't do anything he made one great stupid. play,
1: right, and then Stog was yes. like, uh, "Um, Stog false start? Was,
0: false start or holding yeah. one, and they oh, brought okay. the ball back." Yeah, uh-huh. I think he was. I think Stogner was holding down the line. He it was was didn't holding, need to that's be right. Right. It it wasn't. He wasn't really blocking for Arnold. Yeah. Arnold would have mm-hmm. had twenty four yards or something right. on that as a game, rushing game. Yeah. Anyway, I do think he'll get the start Friday. Mm-hmm. Um again, the coaches won't say that that Dylan has a concussion and he's in concussion protocol, but okay. it has to be what it is. Okay. It just has to be so
1: they still haven't said so because my thought at the time was especially since he didn't come out after halftime, probably concussion, but when they would show the replay, you could tell it from what I could tell, did not look like a lower body injury. So I'm like, well, did, I mean, did he fall and hurt his shoulder, but his head did thump against, uh-huh. you know, it, it, it did, it, hit the it did thump against the ground. And so I thought oh, it was probably a concussion, but.
0: Things yeah, interesting they're not saying, that they're not
1: saying yet.
0: Yeah, they're not saying. So I, okay. it makes me think they don't want to announce, hey, Dylan's not playing. It's right. going to be Jackson-Arnold. But so I'm assuming it'll be Arnold This way, TC, you'll still be
1: preparing for both
0: quarterbacks. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, that's what their whole idea. Right. But I think it's good if Arnold gets the start. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's excellent practice for him. Right. He's had a week to prepare instead of 20 minutes
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, to be yes. the starter. Like, like, yeah, he exactly. Had it at halftime. Right. Um, and hopefully we'll run a few different things. You right. know, that sure. Nobody's used to seeing that. Yeah. That's something more mm-hmm. in his, in his wheelhouse, more like his expertise. Right. Yeah. Hope
1: so. Yeah be exciting yes yes so um Uh, oh go ahead what were you gonna say well i was
0: gonna say we were we had a a topic we wanted to talk a little bit about um, what's that faking an injury oh my
1: gosh (laughs) that is right here on my list that is the very next thing i was gonna say fake injuries (laughs) no you go you you go
0: no no, well sean and i will text during the game i'm like here goes another faker here's another faker (laughs) Oh, you! our offense is up-tempo, we're speedy, we get the ball, we make a play, we get up to the line of scrimmage, we're ready to hike it, and someone on the defense falls over and fakes a lower, bo- you know, they fake a leg, oh, oh, my knee, oh, my ankle. Now, if they're really hurt, okay, get your timeout, call a timeout for injury, get them taken right. care of, but you can't have a different guy fake it, you can't have a different guy injured every third play. I mean, come on. Uh, yeah. To me, it says your defense is not in shape and you as a coaching staff have told them just fall down on the field mm-hmm. and we'll get time. It ruins our momentum. Yep. Um, it keeps us from having the ability to take that quick snap and mm-hmm. maybe catch them off guard. Maybe have too many men on field, maybe have them not set, maybe have offsides on the defense. Right. Um. It's, it's not fair to us.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, it's just, <laughs> we, we played a team. Hmm. Yeah what, three weeks ago that seemed to do that a lot. but yes. Yes. But I've been, I mean, when it happens, it's happening across college football. It is not just in the Big 12. I watch other games and you see it happen. And the reason you can tell is just because, one, how they come off the field. I mean, and it is important to, you know, make sure. But it used to be that guys would try and hobble off the field. You know, it, even if they rolled an ankle, they're like, "Well, I don't need to just sit out here." And one of the bowl games last year, I saw these guys were getting lined up, and then this one, and they this team didn't have any timeouts yet left, and it might have been the Ogie game. I don't remember which game it was, and the um, other linebacker taps this one guy, and he falls down,
0: oh <laughs> and he's my like gosh. faking an
1: injury. And also another way you can tell is because oftentimes it's a guy who can come off the field, right? And so it's like, they're either faking it for momentum or they're faking it because they need, they see that they need to make a switch of personnel. And it's like, I'm not the guy who should be out here. So I better fake it.
0: Right. And then I can come off and someone yes. will
1: come back in, in my position. Yes. And
0: no, and no time goes off the clock. Right. No timeout has to be called. Yeah nothing.
1: Yeah. And coaches there, there, can talk about something if they need to talk about it. Yeah, it is. It, this is not professional soccer people.
0: Uh, well, and like <sighs> you said, too, the coach will go out or someone, a, a trainer,
1: mm-hmm. will go out and help
0: them get off the field. And they they don't even try and hobble. You know, they no. just kind of walk off and you're like, mm-hmm. how did you just go down a minute ago and act like you'd broken
1: your leg? Yeah. And Come they on. don't even like pretend like they're having a cramp or anything. I mean, they just kind of sit there. for Yeah. It's, it seems so obvious and there are times, yes, it, it's a true injury and, but it is being, it is a strategy that is being used all over the NCAA right now. It It's crazy.
0: Well, to me, the only way to be fair about it is say you get to have that happen twice in a game, once mm-hmm. each half, and any more than that, you get a penalty. You get a ten yeah. yard penalty, or you get time taken off, or you lose a timeout. Mm-hmm. Maybe you should be charged with a timeout, like intentional grounding. Right. I mean, intentional grounding. There used to not be much made uh-huh. of it, and now right. intentional grounding, you don't get the ball uh-huh. if you're still in the tackle box, and you don't get the ball to the ten yard to end. the line of scrimmage, or the line of scrimmage, not ten. And yeah. there's not a receiver in the area. Mm-hmm. You lose your down. Yeah, you, you lose, lose your, your down. down, and you're stuck where you were when that happened, mm-hmm. whether you were tackled or almost tackled or not. Yeah. Um, you, there's got to be some penalty for it to yeah. get people to stop it.
1: Brett's thought is that if you do that, if you're injured, then you have to sit out the whole series. You can't come back on the field till the next series. Till the next. And series. and he said that way, you know, if you're really hurt, you. You're not going to be penalized for it, you know, maybe for them having to figure out if you're really hurt or not, but that okay, fine, not just one play, but like the whole series I'm
0: okay, like, oh, okay, that I'm might like, I like that that might yeah. yeah, or that whole possession, right, and then mm-hmm. once the ball changes mm-hmm. hands, you can come back out, yes, exactly, and if you're really injured. <clears throat> You would probably miss most of that possession anyway. Right. Exactly. You'd go to the injury tent. You've got mm-hmm. to be checked out. They're going to have you walk around, jog in place, sprint, make sure that your ankle's okay. Right.
1: Um, or tape it up and go on. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that, that's not a bad idea. Yeah. So something like that. But along those same lines too of a fake injuries, but... The BYU coach, towards the end of the game, made me so upset. Oh, yes,
0: Sean. Yes, talk about it.
1: So I can't even remember now why he was challenging the play. I don't remember if it was a spot. I guess it was maybe a spot. I mean, challenging the spot. But he he didn't throw the challenge flag. He just sits there forever just... Talking, 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 and maybe it wasn't at this spot, but he's talking to the ref, talking to the ref, talking to the ref, and finally they decide to review it. Was it a catch? It
0: it was that Jalil Farouk catch, I think. That's right, that is. That's what it was. Yes, and did he did
1: did he catch it or did he fumble it or something like that? Because, you know, Jalil got hit pretty hard. He kind of got injured and the ball rolled out of his hands when he was on the ground. Yeah, that's what it was. But it's like, dude, if you, if you really want to challenge this, throw your challenge flag, have what some explore. guts, lose yeah. your time out. But he, he just sat there and talked and talked and talked and told, you know, the ref's finally like, oh, okay, we're going to challenge it. Yeah, we're going to review it. We're yeah, going to review it. Review yeah, the not catch. challenge it. But yeah. the re- it was a ref review. And I'm like, that's not a ref review. That's a coach challenge that you just let him talk yeah. you into. And you let him talk you into it. Yes. And that's not right. No. Yeah, that's
0: not right. That's why
1: you have a challenge. <sighs> yep. And what happens when BV's out there talking to the refs?
0: Oh, he gets a 15-yard <laughs> personal foul. Unsports- yes. Well, unsportsmanlike conduct.
1: Exactly. Although I will say that the BYU coach was a little bit calmer. Than Venables is when he's talking to the ref. <laughs> that shouldn't matter. <laughs> no. But anyway, I'm just like, that was ridiculous. I just thought that was, because you, you could tell what was going on right there. They did, though, make them take 10 seconds off the clock.
0: Right. There was a runoff. Yes. A runoff. Well, and there was another time, like we were saying, when BYU had the ball. And this was some, some other poor officiating by our big 12 officials um, that it was a, they, BYU had the ball. They threw a backward pass. Yes. The guy throws another (laughs) backward pass. Yes. (laughs) And that guy drops the ball.
1: Two laterals make a fumble.
0: (laughs) And he kind of, then the the guy that dropped it kind of touches it. It's really a live ball. And they stopped the clock. Yes, Because the pass was incomplete. It's like, that's not an incomplete pass. The ball is live. The clock should have kept ticking. And 30, 45 seconds should
1: have come on. And And we should have had the opportunity to try and recover it.
0: Correct. And yet they blew their whistle then. And the ball was going to go back to the line of scrimmage. Because it was an incomplete pass.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. I'm like, that is, I'm kind of like... Are you guys doing what I think you're doing cuz you're not doing the right thing.
0: Well, and then even the commentators like Robin and I are watching it at home, you could tell it was a backward pass. Both yes. of them. Yes. Uh-huh. And the commentators were like, "Yeah, I don't know what they're doing out there. I guess it was a lateral and then well, maybe. I don't Yeah, I don't think it was backward." Well, let's see. Well, he's on the 31 and he Well, he Oh, it did go. Well, it did go to the <laughs> um, you know, it really did go to the 32, so I
1: well, yeah, maybe it was a backward pass. Like, that's your commentators? Yeah, really? I was with you on that one, too. Because I'm just like, immediately, I'm going, no. If you and I
0: know it, come on. There should I'm be like, other people that I'm know like, it. like,
1: that's not an incomplete pass.
0: Well, so,
1: no, that's not an incomplete pass. What's going on here? Why did the clock stop? Why are they getting it back at the line of scrimmage? All of this is wrong. This is all so wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and we need it to be right right now.
0: I know. We want to win this game. <laughs> we want to win this
1: game. We need them to have lost a bunch of yards right here and lost a bunch of time on the clock. But so anyway. they they did at least take some time off the clock
0: yes. and reviewed it. And they, they kind of called it right, but the clock should have just kept ticking instead exactly. of them stopping
1: it. Yeah. And we should have had the opportunity to, you know, if they hadn't, hadn't blown the whistle, we might have recovered a fumble.
0: Right. Exactly. Because our guy was coming up to it. Yeah.
1: But then they blow and, their whistle. And and he's, he threw it back to the quarterback, right? And so it's like the quarterback didn't know. I mean, he it was like he thought, he either thought it was truly an incomplete pass or he was trying to sell it. Right. And if he was trying right. to sell it, it worked. It
0: worked. Because it worked. The, and I don't think they were going to do anything about it. Now, BV yeah. was arguing some about mm-hmm. it. And so then they finally did say the play is under review. But, right. That's not something we should have to tell the refs to review. That's exactly. their job.
1: That's That was their job. Do your job. Do, do your, your job, job and do people. it right. <laughs> you do
0: get paid for this.
1: Yes, you do. <laughs> I agree. <laughs>
0: okay. All right. What else, Sean?
1: Oh, I think that's about
0: all I got. I did have one thing I wanted to mention about poor USC. Oh, okay. And yes. <clears> um, poor USC. Yeah. UCLA beat them.
1: They did
0: um, so. USC finished seven and five mm-hmm. on the season. They lost um, five of their last six games. They won one and lost five. Mm-hmm. So they started the season at six, I guess, six and zero, oh, and then finished seven and five. I guess yeah. is how it was. Um, and that's the poorest record as a head coach that Lincoln Riley has ever had. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he had a Heisman trophy winner yes on his team he did and he used the transfer portal to recruit Mm -hmm. loads and loads and loads of talent
1: he did so Lincoln that's not very good it's not very good it is not um you know I had this friend tell me earlier this year he's like don't don't let Lincoln Riley live rent-free in your brain so I quit (sighs) I, I he doesn't, but this, but we still, we talk college football and this is a story. It, it, it would be a story even, even if he hadn't been at OU. But he, right. he took over a program that was already humming along and he may be great with quarterbacks. In fact, I read something this week from some people out in LA. It was like maybe an LA Times article blasting him and and this guy had said that he was actually last week kind of calling for um Chip Kelly's head because he said even okay. with this win Chip Kelly still hasn't done what he should have done at UCLA he said but Lincoln's leash has to be pretty short right now because like you said he's got the Heisman trophy winner and because right. because he held on to Grinch too long but also the offense he goes this game this game was not about defense they had like three yards rushing dana or maybe right? in one of the halves okay. i mean three it was yards awful. rushing. it was awful and yeah. you got caleb williams on your team
0: yeah give him the ball and let him run it yes
1: i mean yeah so um it'll be it's gonna be interesting because if lincoln's whole plan which we talked about at the time was to jump to the nfl who wants him right now? I I don't know. And I know you surround yourself by all sorts of people. But, I mean, they might look at this and say, okay, well, he came from the same pedigree that Cliff Kingsbury came from. And look what's happened to Cliff. Right. You know, and so. He could run the
0: offense at Arizona, but. He, yeah. He couldn't make he couldn't make the playoffs or he couldn't right. win games in the playoffs. Of course,
1: Cliffs back at U. I mean, Cliffs at USC, so that's an interesting thing too. But um so yeah, Lincoln's maybe really blown it this year if his goal was to jump to the NFL because if if you have the Heisman trophy winner and that's what you're putting out there, NFL's maybe not going to be too interested in that. Definitely not for a head coaching job, I wouldn't think.
0: Oh, I wouldn't think so. He might could be an offensive coordinator, yeah, you know, and exactly. work his way up
1: that way. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, Kellen but, Moore was an offensive coordinator here, so yeah, that can happen. Yeah, but
0: he sure um, he sure hadn't shown any
1: talent um, at at his job this right. year. No, not at all. And they and from what I hear, they they do have talent on offense. I mean, we'll take the defense out of there because of Grinch and. You know, everything, but um, you know, besides Caleb, there are talented people and and they also recruited linemen, I think. You know, maybe not as much. Maybe he's more about the skill players and but yeah, it's one of those things, just like with Jimbo Fisher, you can have a bunch of four and five stars and that doesn't mean you're gonna win. Correct.
0: Correct. So yeah, I don't think AM will be hiring Lincoln.
1: No, I don't think so. (laughs) <laughs> I don't think they want t I don't think they do. Keep <laughs> him out so. West. Yeah. Stay out West. <laughs> well, couldn't OU happen plays... to a nicer guy.
0: <laughs> yeah, it couldn't. Not at all. <laughs> well, OU plays TCU on Friday. So Friday. everybody, it's not a Saturday game. It's a Friday game. It's
1: 11 o'clock. It's on don't... Fox. That's right. Watch out. Don't be in too much of a turkey coma. You know? <laughs> Eat the turkey early enough on Thursday that the trip to fans gone, and you will be awake. Yes, to cheer you be hard.
0: And we need our offense awake, and we need our yes, defense
1: awake, and we, we do. need our
0: special teams awake.
1: We um, to oh, play yes. TCU. Special yes. teams, yes. Definitely, we need all those things. All those things clicking, and for sure, because I I kind of think that we've had games where the offense has done really well and games where the defense has done really well and games where the offense and defense have done. Okay. And, and enough, but I want a game where they are both doing really, really well. I agree. I agree. Kind of like se- the Texas game.
0: Right. They did at The Texas game. They did yeah. everything that was asked of them. Mm-hmm. Um, it's senior day. So that's, that's what we want to see is yes. a great
1: game. Great game. All right. All I'll right. see.
0: Well, I'll be there. Know, I'll be there, too. I'll wave to you.
1: Okay. I'll wave (laughs) to you across the way.
0: All right. That's all. Okay. Bye-bye. Boomer. Sooner. Woo!